episode of Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Gym Aware. In today's world of strength and conditioning, data collections become the utmost of importance, and that's exactly where Gym Aware separates itself from the competition. Because when we're sitting there and looking to collect data, what data are you actually collecting? And are the numbers you're looking at fitting into the exercises that you're utilizing? And even more so, are they going to answer the questions that you're looking for? Looking at different ways that you are moving the barbell through peak and mean, both velocity and power, is really what separates gym aware from the competition. Being able to understand what your ballistic exercises are doing separate to what your strength exercises are doing really allows you to program at a much more specific level for your athletes. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au to see what Evan and his team have in store for you today. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some fantastic practitioners that are always searching for more. But more what? What are strength and conditioning coaches searching for to better their ability to prepare their athletes? Well, what about cutting edge information or a place where you can find different opinions from forward thinking coaches on what you're doing, how you're doing, and try to get feedback to be better for your athletes? Or what about a place where you'll find like-minded coaches that can provide solid coaching advice and career development for you as you progress through your career as a strength and conditioning professional? Well, this is exactly why we built the Strength Coach Network. You'll have access to exclusive monthly content on top of the sensationally active forum that we have where you can communicate with coaches all over the world to find those answers that you're looking for to help you be a better practitioner for your athletes. So make sure you hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 17th episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of Gym Aware. In this show, we're going to try to dive a little deeper into the minds of some of the top practitioners in the world of strength and conditioning to learn a little bit more about who they actually are and how they got where they are today. Today, guys, we are joined by the Director of Strength and Conditioning at Colorado College, Scott Caulfield. Scott, thanks for being with us, brother. Thanks for having me on, man. Excited. like the new format. It's been cool, the ones I've seen and heard, so nice work. Appreciate that, man. Well, listen, let's get this rolling, but before we start, who is Scott Caulfield? Oh, man. Well... I'm just a guy from a tiny town in Vermont that somehow uh, found a coaching path and uh, fell into strength and conditioning and kind of has had a good run and uh, I'm excited to be back in the uh, collegiate field, you know, a lot of people probably know me and met me uh, at the NSCA and close to a decade there, uh, did a lot of stuff I think that I'm pretty proud of to help push the field forward and I hope you know some of that stuff is things that people will recognize me for but uh more importantly uh you know I'm back back where I belong training athletes and and helping people get better for the field and court it was 10 years at the NSCA yeah nine it was almost 10 yeah uh wild time flies dude for real I thought that it was like like just like two or three years ago, but now like you yeah. think about it and it's like, it's yeah. come a long way in a decade, brother. Yeah. Yeah, it has. I mean, it, I just the evolution that, you know, from when I started there and really the job I was hired for, you know, 
where the higher the job I you know initially got promoted to was just the performance center running the gym there where we do clinics and train athletes but like that evolved so much uh you know because Boyd Epley who was still at headquarters and John Jost who was on the board of directors really wanted you know they they really felt that the strength coaches you know out in the field needed someone to connect with and recognize and they really pushed me out of my comfort zone to be like no you need to get out more you need to be at all these events you need to network with major league baseball and nfl and nhl and like we need to reconnect the college coaches so like you know if it hadn't been for boyd and coach joe's pushing that forward probably wouldn't have happened and yeah i mean at the time i was a little leery of it too i'm like i don't know man you know i'm a strength coach like i want to be the person like i want to be the face uh and then it transformed into that by the time i left it literally was kind of the face you know yeah, man, he did a heck of a job at it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, listen, brother, let's get to the first one here. Because you've been in a lot of different points in this entire development of coaching and coaching athletes, building how we can be better. So I'm sure you've had one or two of these come at you. If you could for us, describe a learning situation that brought about an epiphany in your career. It's a great question. Um I think there's probably been a few. The one that I think about, because uh, I actually coached basketball for a long time before I got into strength conditioning. Right? My first job out of high school was at the Hall of Fame basketball camp at uh, Montclair State in New Jersey. Did that for two summers. And as I kind of progressed through basketball coaching, I coached freshman boys, JV girls, assisted varsity, assisted college Um but I, re- I realized in, in the basketball world that we were doing drills with the youngest athletes that we might have learned at a clinic or whatever that they were doing at higher levels, you know. And so no matter in my kind of application to the strength and conditioning world is it didn't matter if we had D3 athletes or D1 athletes or high school athletes, like the fundamentals are still the fundamentals. And you have to be good at the fundamentals before you can ever progress. And then the difference as you go through the divisions or as the higher levels that I've seen and I've worked with, you know, semi-pro basketball, Olympians, is that all those fundamentals just get moved into being, you know, for lack of a better term, bigger, faster, stronger, right? It's done at a higher application of force and speed at those different levels. But like the squat is the squat, right? And, the, and the, the basics of human movement have to be taught to no matter who you are. Like our, our other good friend was at the NSCA for a short amount of time. One of the best uh, quotes or analogies, right, is you can't shoot a cannon out of a canoe. Um, and I think that's such a great analogy for, you know, but it was like I was realizing that I was doing some of these drills, granted on an entirely different speed and level, with some like third and fourth graders that I knew that college coaches or that when I went to college, wait, we were doing the same, this is the same rebound outlet drill that I was doing with the little guys, you know. It's just done at a faster pace and at a better, you know, execution rate. I love that because I think all too often people want to get too excited and too cute with things before they get good at the simple. hundred percent. 
Yeah. And it's easy now too, right? With social media and everything that's available on the internet or you see something new and different. And if you don't, I I mean, I guess that goes back right to like, you're kind of having uh, the reason why you do stuff, your your philosophy and training philosophy, coaching philosophy. But if you don't have a real reason behind what you do, it could be easy to get caught up. Be like, oh man, we should be doing whatever that is. Yeah, we should we should be doing the French contrast method with these high school kids, right? Well, no, because they don't know how to squat yet. So, yeah, no doubt. And I think too with that, people get too caught up in that one minute video when it's one minute of an hour session, right? I mean, that's right, right. What is that to begin with? But that's a whole other rant. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me get you to number two, buddy. If you could ask one question and you know you're going to get the answer to it, what would that be and why? Ooh, this is the hardest question you asked, man. When I saw it, I was like, holy cow. I don't know. Like, how deep can I go here? Do I get uh, super philosophical and like life? Um, but, I, you know, I think uh, what I thought of this morning and I'll dial it in a little bit more, but, you know, I originally thought it's like, well, literally, you know, why can't we all just get along? And I was thinking along the lines of like world peace and, you know, cultures and people. But I mean, I I think I'm going to dial it back a little for the purposes of our coaches. And it's like, yeah, I wish I knew what, you know, why does, why does there have to become an argument about whether, how somebody does something their way, right? Uh, you know, I, I saw Mike Boyle on Twitter, you know, defending defending uh, the way they teach the hang clean, right? For whatever reason, they teach it that way and it works for them, but people bash it or, you know, want to talk about it. So I guess my, you know, I'd really want an answer just to just why can't, why can't we all just let people do what they do and like, be like, hey, nice work. I, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, or the worst case, just being like, okay, well, we do it different, but that seems to work for you, so why do I need to put up a fight about it? Right. Yeah, and it's 100%, right? It's 100% in, in your setting with the resources and tools and athletes and people you have to help you supervise coach whatever everything you do is dependent on that so yeah nothing nothing in this profession is going to be a one-size-fits-all no can't be can't be well let me get you out of here on this one brother you're a guy out there in colorado big nature buff loves being outside and this and that so i think i know where we're going with this <laughs> but what is scott's escape how do you get that battery back how do you recharge how do you get back ready to go yeah i would say it's definitely being outdoors uh you know colorado is such a great place to be available to the outdoors and uh, be, being outside doing stuff with the dogs and, you know, the family, we, uh, we ski a lot and obviously my new hip is going to take a little while to get that. But, you know, uh, luckily, like I said, in Colorado Springs too, we have accessibility to trails, you know, within five to 10 minutes of our, of our house. So we're not, we can be at a trail. I mean, it snowed recently here and, uh, my girlfriend is taking the dog skinning, you know, and skiing on a local like kind of old logging road. So even just being able to do that and, you know, with, you know, I've got 
different hours now here in, in back in the collegiate coaching uh, realm, but like having the availability to get out of here in the middle of the day, in the middle of winter and get outside and recharge that fresh air and the sunshine, man, that's a, that's the game changer for me. Yeah, dude, because there's nothing harder than those days when you go in when it's dark and you go out when it's dark. 100%, yeah. Well, listen, Scott, truly appreciate your time, man. Rest up, heal up. That hip will be good as new in no time, brother. And again, truly appreciate everything you've done to help all of us, man, become better, get better, and and try to make everybody else better. Because it's uh, the whole vocation, field, profession, whatever we want to call it today, owes you a huge debt of gratitude, brother, and uh, truly grateful for it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Look forward to uh, getting back out there and just being one of the one of the attendees now. <laughs> yeah, man. Trust me, I know. I know how nice it's gonna feel when you get to sit on the other side of the curtain for a little bit. Right. It'll be uh, it'll be a blast, brother. But truly grateful, yeah. man. Thank you for your uh, for your time, and we'll be in touch real soon, brother. Thank you. Yeah, man.